Going to give you a really quick tip here before we start things off in this episode. So when you're podcasting, it is imperative to talk at your mic like I am here or just past your mic, which is typically how I podcast, and keep your head in that vicinity. Don't be flailing your head around, looking around as you talk, coming in and out of the mic as you talk and think, because it can be really distracting and also potentially harder to hear, both for your listeners and for your guests. And if you notice your guests doing this as well, it, it might be something to kind of like wave them down and say, hey, hey, quickly, do you mind if we can uh, keep our head in the vicinity? I really want to be able to hear you and so do my listeners. Um, I don't think they're going to mind. I've, I've had to do that a couple of times with some guests because you're, you're ultimately there to help your listener and you don't want to detract your listener's attention from your content. All right, enough about that. Let's roll the titles. Brand My Podcast. This is a show for podcasters to start your podcast with confidence and elevate your voice to give your listeners a brand they can connect with. Brand My Podcast. Dun, dun. G'day and welcome to episode 16 of Brand My Podcast, the show that is here to help give you the confidence to start podcasting and make it as easy as pressing record. I'm your host, Frank, as always, and I hope you've had a great week since we last spoke and since we put out part one of this little conversation. Well, it's not little, it's, it's a really bloody long conversation that I've had here with my guest. Now, I'm not going to muck around too much here as we're going to jump right back into part two of my chat with James Bishop from One Fine Play shortly. Um, but before we do, just as a bit of a recap, in the last episode, you'll have heard James's really unique perspective on podcasting, along with his journey into the medium. But now as a service provider for fellow podcasters and well-known personalities, James is is pretty damn clear about his expectations of what a podcast should look and sound like. It's, i got to say, vastly different from other information and tips you're going to find out there on the web, and that's epically refreshing, to be frank. But on that note, let's get stuck back into this, because part two, you're really going to learn about an alternative way of producing your podcast and even a frame of mind to go into podcasting to make things a bit more consistent and take advantage of a seasonal structure for your podcast so that you're you're consistently showing up especially weekly or or more than weekly um, and having a clear purpose for your show and for your listeners so here is part two of my chat with james bishop I'm going to do a whole 180 here. I want to come back to the the topic that I found or discovered you've kind of first and you really pricked my ears up about this more so because I was connected with you already on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of, of treating your podcast um, as basically as a TV show um, from a, mm-hmm. a point of view of consistency. Um, that one of the things that you kind of gave was a really big, red flag reality check to kind of realize that okay 
if you're going to go about podcasting, great, do it, get the feelers for it. But realize that nothing's going to cut it unless it's a weekly or a daily show. Do you want to just delve into that a little bit? Because that for me was a really great analogy where you went with it in terms of Netflix and, and TV shows. Yeah, sure. So I think this is, a, I've got a, a three-part answer for you here. The first is, this is just like a um, a cautionary, ta- it's not a cautionary tale, it's not the right word. I don't know what the right phrase is. You know that video you saw on LinkedIn? Yeah. I want to, this is like how the world works. That video that you saw on LinkedIn was me doing a Zoom call, uh, like basically new business phone call. So some guys somewhere who I knew were never going to spend any money with me uh, called. I, I did a call with them and just gave them gave them my time, which I would always do for anyone, regardless of whether I think you're going to spend money or not, because this is how the world works. I videoed that call just like we're doing now a Zoom call. Then I flipped that to my editor and he chopped it up. So all I did was that's literally cut out of a sales call on Zoom. So I did nothing extra. And then I put that on LinkedIn. Someone else wrote the copy for it. I put it on LinkedIn. You saw it. And now we're talking. Yeah. Like the the gift keeps on giving. Yeah. So the effort that went into getting to this point is, you know, super low. And now, you know, you've got a new friendship, a new connection across the globe. It's exciting. It is. Um, the TV thing comes from uh, a couple of angles. The first is one of the things that we struggle with is... However much you ask people to come up with an idea, creativity is, you know, ideation and creativity is challenging. Often you get stuck in a little circular bubble of like the thing that you're always thinking about. And you're like, come on, think of something different or, you know, break the mold. There's more to podcasting than just interviewing people. Like, What else could you do? And it's sometimes hard to define in this business plan exactly what it is you're trying to achieve. Like, what's the purpose? Why are you doing this? And I hear a lot of bullshit answers to why you're doing it. Like, I want to give back. No, you, shut up. No, you don't. You want to <laughs> you want to sell something or you want to build influence so you can sell something or, you know, you're not, we're not all Mother Teresa. Come on. Yeah, let's be, be up front with realistic it. here, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's not my purpose. It might be purposeful. You might be doing purposeful work, but there's always a bigger picture to this stuff. Yeah. Not always monetary. So one of my tactics for getting people to think big about their podcast. Like, if we're going to turn your show into a brand, and I would ask you this question. So, you, your work is, and we'll do this for you directly. Okay. That's a bit of, make this yeah, real. Yeah, yeah go So, great, great show, great style. Um, like what you're doing, super well thought through, well prepared. But, one of my key things is it's, I could replace you. So, I've got a bugbear with that. Good right? Yeah. I'm aware and, of that. <laughs> And we're in it. we're in funny territory here where you want to position yourself in podcasting, but you've got on someone who knows more about podcasting than you. So now it's like, I've, I'm like, okay, what you need here is an angle or a lens with which to approach your podcast where I can't out-knowledge or expert you because mm-hmm. you understand it through a lens that I don't. Sure. Right? So does that make sense? Yeah. So then you're not trying, you're not asking me, is that okay? Do you agree with that? Or I do you want to shout my what I just said down? Because that's not a good situation for us to be in. If I said to you, what that that might sound quite brutal on a podcast, but I think honesty is a no, good I'm right. Good we're talking 
We just happen to be talking about the thing that we're doing at the same yeah, time. If I said to you, what would your dream... Imagine I'm a Netflix commissioner. Your business now, you get to pitch me a podcast series or a doco or whatever it is. What is your podcast? What is your Netflix pitch to me? What do you want to make it about? Oh. Like in relation to this podcast? Like, is that where we're no, going? No, your life. In, in, like, in my life. Your life. Go. Fuck. Um... Have you seen, i give you an example. Do you know who Matt Diavella is? Yes. Who made yeah, The Minimalist? The minimalist, yeah. Right, it's yeah. got a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. YouTube channel that then did well, filmmaker by trade, got two documentaries on Netflix. Right. What's your version of The Minimalists? I'll be honest with you, James. I, nothing <laughs> is coming to me. That's, I think, okay. possibly very disappointing, I'm sure, but... I, but it's going to be a documentary around probably a documentary, you know, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, about design. It's probably going to be a documentary, and it's probably going to be or a series about graphic design or or branding uh, or something like that, or yeah, yeah. branding or the importance yeah. of branding, or yeah. it might yeah, yeah. be a six-part journey on, you know, looking at the the identities the of, of six different brands or where they came sure. from, or you know, how to build a global right. Cool. Yeah. 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 My vision. So so here's how I explain this to my team. Or how I first pitched it to the teams. Like, look, guys, there's only a billion dollars forecast to be spent in podcasting as an industry ad revenue wise in 2021. And I don't work this hard to have a billion dollar business. Like, I want this to be a $10 billion business. So that by nature means that we need to scale one fine play past podcasting. It's not a big enough industry to serve my needs. So we need to be playing. We are actually all from a filmmaking background or a television background. Uh, like, we need to be thinking big. So, like, where do we go with this IP? Like, where can we take it? Can we take it to... And this is what happened. So we made a podcast recently called Duchess about the Duchess of Rutland. She visits the, she visits the other stately homes of the UK and finds out what it's like to be a woman running these houses in this day and age and connected to the aristocracy. As soon as it came out, two of the UK's biggest book publishers approached with offers of advances to publish a book based around the ladies and the houses. <laughs> there you go. Right. A week later, the film companies start approaching. We'd love to make a documentary about this. This is an easy example. So my suggestion is figure out what that Netflix pitch is and then track back. So what's your Netflix pitch? Okay, so what's, what is the YouTube series that will fund the Netflix pitch? Because they're going to say, show me the community. What's mm. the book that got you to that? And what's the podcast that got you to the book? And what were the other things that got you? Like, if you're going on a book tour and you started with a podcast and you're, you know, and there's a book in the works, you're going to go on a book tour. So what other things are you going to do? Well, there's a live event, which is linked to the podcast. There's going to be merchandise from the book. There's going to be, right, there's going to be other stuff to promote the book sales. The book sales are going to lead to the film, the Netflix thing. So backtrack from there to give a bigger picture of where you're going. And so if you know, because you know in your head, Everyone can tell me what their podcast pitch is, but no one can tell me without thinking what their Netflix pitch is. But their Netflix pitch is really what their good podcast pitch should be. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. My it's suggestion me a lot to think is... about. Like, I've got cogs turning, but kind of slow at the same because I'm trying to listen to you. But <laughs> my yeah. my net my what I said to you on that video, which is also interesting, is the idea of recording in series. Yes. So. Yeah. 
you making podcast episodes, I would recommend uh, that you do them in series. So lots of reasons for this. Uh, as a production company, it was good for us because we could actually start to build stuff, but like in in a more manageable way. But mm. uh, it's a big commitment making a podcast, right? So when you're thinking about it, and we find this especially with business leaders, like we're not saying make this now forever every thursday indefinitely that's mental i don't you don't want to make that commitment you don't you can't make that commitment yeah, it's, it's most it's of the reason hard. that you haven't started yeah yeah the consumer also the listener also doesn't want that you don't, like there's a reason that we watch netflix now over neighbors or over eastenders Right, because EastEnders is always going to be there. So I know that if I was desperate, no, even if I was desperate, I wouldn't do <laughs> no, that. But, I was going to say, really? <laughs> but, but it's, you know, the news is always there. I can yeah. always fall back on it, but mm -hmm. I never committed to it. Whereas when I watch a Netflix season, I know that if I sit down I, on a Saturday, I've got eight episodes to binge. And you catch yourself looking at how long, you now have learned that you catch yourself looking at how long the season is like I'd love to watch Sons of Anarchy, but it's seven series long, and I know we're never going to get through it. Yeah, because it's hard yeah. enough to get my girlfriend to sit through fifty minutes of like one thing, let alone seven seasons. Yeah. So you know the commitment that you're making. So if I am listening to your podcast season, I am now a fan of you. I probably want to make the commitment to listening to the whole thing. But everyone's only listening to six or seven podcasts at a time. So it's actually in everyone's interest. You know how much you're committing to. They know how much they're committing to in terms of relationship. They can listen to the whole thing. And then they can take a break and they can go listen to another show. And then they can come back in eight weeks time and listen to the next season. Yeah. And actually, we make more limited seasons of content now than we do anything else. So when we, we've actually working with uh, the CEO of a company now, and the idea is we just we think of the whole thing just as a finite eight episodes. So that might only ever be eight episodes. It's more like campaign based. Yep. Yep. So it's like, OK, you've got this thing coming up. This is what you want to talk about. It's just eight episodes. It's a limited series. Let's make it all in advance. So consistency is crucial. It needs to come out on Thursday at 9 a.m. every week. So, you know, that means then when you've got all 10 in advance, that's when you can do things like pre-record on last week's episode, on next week's episode, we talk about X, Y, Z, because you know mm. what's been and what's coming, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. means it also allows you to, if you've got all 10 episodes in advance in production, you can consciously, which is what we do, tie the narrative through all those episodes because you've now got them all sitting in front of you. Yeah. Right? So yep. you, all these things that make your listenership go up, make just makes it easier, then... We never publish the first episode till we've got the whole thing in the can and uploaded. Okay. So you make that season. And then as that season's going out, you know, because you need to start marketing your podcast eight weeks. You need eight weeks lead time to start marketing and PR, mm -hmm. right? Yep. You can then start, like, if you want to get good traction. So then you know that when the episodes are coming out, all you need to focus on is the engagement, the interaction, the live event, the how it's performing, what you can do to make the next ones better, what you're going to do for next season. You know, that's when you start interacting yeah. with all the sponsors that said no and saying... Yeah, you, you can really I mean? measure it. Yeah, yeah. No. Or, yeah. or Sorry. if you want, you can. So we're working with... We're talking to someone at the moment, or we, I was talking to someone, and he wants to do something for a year. So he wants to do 52 weeks of learning. So you follow his journey for a year. Crazy. So it's going to be 52 episodes long, Cool, that's a lot. But at least yeah. I know I'm only listening. I know there's going to be a yeah, you know running narrative and I see how yeah. it's evolving. I know yeah. what I'm getting into. Yep. That's my that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I, I, I'd never considered that until I saw that video you put up and I was like, that makes so much sense. And from someone that can help 
like I would a business, you come in to do a project or if you're in marketing or advertising, you do the exact same thing. You can, you can measure what the result is to improve, to be better, to do something again. Or it could be just that one-off thing that could, like, could you even use that kind of principle to promote if it was a, a service that you're just about to announce? Like, let's say for, for you with One Fine Play, with that uh, product that you're about to release. If you made a podcast that was a limited release, eight episodes, and it, uh, whether or not it'd be entertaining or not, that's at your call. Um, but promote it using a podcast in that same manner. Are we talking about that project we're about to release at One Fine Play again? Oh, how inconvenient. Yeah. Um, no, I'm joking. Yes, ex exactly that. So we um, uh, are working with a global whiskey brand at the moment who's going to launch something, and we're making as part of the mar as part of the PR company's campaign. They're building a one-off audio experience to go alongside the launch. That's cool. So yeah, exactly. Like it's, yeah. I think that um, there's a lot of romanticism in how podcasting is perceived. In that it's this ongoing because there's you know there's the old guard, aren't there, of podcasting? There's the Joe Rogans of the world yeah. and the NPRs, and you're like you must make an episode every three days or every week indefinitely, and you must always be there. Like yeah. no, that's not true at all. It's just another. There are four types, like this is a Gary Vaynerchuk thing, just stealing it straight from him. There are four core types of content, video, pictures, audio, written word. People consume it differently. I can't, I don't read because my brain whirs. So if Likewise. you're just writing everything, I'm never going to consume your content, period. Right? Like, I, do you know what I mean? So if you yep. need to put it into the format that I'm consuming it, sure. so just think of it as audio only. That's it. It doesn't make any difference after that what it is. There are no rules. Yeah. People inv have invented these rules through to a romanticism that isn't really there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw one thing that was saying if you don't, like if you do record your podcast like this, you do audio and video, like should you make a YouTube, you know, should you turn that into a YouTube episode? No, there are people that are for it, some people that are against it, and it's, uh, I kind of feel like you do what you want to do kind of thing, but at the end of the day. Yeah. My favourite is probably how long should your podcast be? Because oh, yeah. some people are so wildly opinionated on this topic. And I have, in all my experience now, which is not really that great, but I've <laughs> uh, yeah. got two answers to that question. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard the other day, actually, like there's people creating a, a, a genre, I think it's called like microcasts that are like under 10 minutes. And there was that oh, app yeah. that went, that stories app that, that, did you see, what's it called? Where they released like Netflix, but everything was 10 minutes long and it went bust in like, nine months can't remember what it's called anyway yeah no, I, do. I can't remember the name of it yeah, what was yeah, it I, called I, for, for tv kind of content yeah quibi or something it was called yes, wasn't yes, it? yes 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 yeah. yes yep yep um for tv but everything was like mega short anyway yeah yep. um i don't buy into any of that stuff uh if it's interesting people are going to listen to it of course. but here's my two two analogies for you two answers uh number one and i stole this from james mulvaney who runs a podcasting company called podcast.co oh yeah yeah uh who he says and he's quite right a podcast episode should be is very similar to sex it should be long enough that the other person enjoys it but not so long that they fall asleep which basically means if it's relevant and interesting it should be in but if it's not it should get cut and that's one of the reasons you should have a producer because it's really hard to murder your own children thankfully uh but you basically need to learn how to objectively cut stuff out yeah. 
right? And if it's not relevant to the story, if you haven't written a good plan in advance, like you should be able to go back now to the email you sent me yesterday and go, well, that's not relevant, cut. Because there's all kinds of waffle in here. Um, and then the second thing, and which is so true, uh, is that people who don't listen to podcasts want it to be shorter, and people who do listen to podcasts want it to be longer. If your podcast's feedback is that they want the episodes to be longer, that is a really, 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 really good thing. And don't cave under the pressure. What it means is they're enjoying it, they're a fan, and they're likely to listen to the next one. If you make it 20 minutes longer, they probably will drop off anyway because they don't really know what they want. <laughs> You're creating yeah. the desire that they want a bit, so they want more, so they go to the next one. That's a good thing for you. If yeah. people are telling you they want it to be longer, you've smashed it. Yeah. Oh, that great point. Great, great. Leave point. them wanting more. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I feel like I've just On been saying. <laughs> I feel like I've just been saying yeah, 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 yeah the whole time because you just, you just, you just dropping amazing knowledge here, and this is going to be over two episodes for sure. Um, I, I want to ask in terms of any kind of <laughs> you've dropped enough gems, but mate, is there anything else in that bag of yours? Because it, it's it's relentless. <laughs> I love I love is what it? you yeah it, it's it's fantastic. Um, I want to know if there's any final gems that you you're willing able and want to, I'm, to I'm, part with. I'm going to summarize for you. Great. Number one, build a business plan for your podcast. Treat it like it's a brand. Number two, allow someone to be a fan. Create ways that mean listeners can engage with you further in constructive ways so that they can become a fan of your show. Number three, Put yourself at the heart of the show and make sure that you've got a clear and unique lens through which you're sharing an ongoing narrative in your podcast. Nice. I mean, if, 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 I'd, if I'd had written all those down, I could have summarized it, but I'm glad you did, my friend. Uh, uh, yeah. Doing that, doing that, yep. you... Doing that instead of worrying about how do I write a spot, well, how do I get a sponsor and how do I get more listens? Much better focus. It'll much better way of doing it. Yeah, I love it. 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 I want to ask you three final uh, quick fire questions here. They come from a, an yeah. app here. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Um, it's called Poddex, and it's a great little app you can have on your phone. They also make it as physical cards. Okay. They're just Love random, that. random questions, this or that. So here we go. Um, okay. Sponsor or donate? And I guess in terms of podcasting, sponsorships or, or donations in terms of membership. Donations. As an Englishman, bacon or sausage? Sausage. Good. I, I, was, <laughs> I was wondering you might say you're a vegan or something like that. Um, headphones or earbuds? Ooh, headphones. See, James is wearing headphones and I've got earbuds in. <laughs> I... Uh, why? Yeah. Why? Hef Let's say why. why. Yeah. Once you've had headphones, I don't know if you'd go back. Ooh. I have earbuds as well. I have AirPods. Nice. But uh, these are... Well, I live in the UK. It's cold. First off, they act as ear warmers when I'm out and about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I'm doing something audio rated, I can actually hear what's going on. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
especially in a studio. Nice one. Um, and last <laughs> question for you, James, here before we we head out of here. Uh, what mic do you use for your podcasting? I use the Shaw MV7. Oh, nice. Which is the new... So our studio mic friends are the SM7B, which is the classic yep. uh, one you see everywhere that's quite expensive. Yep, this yep. is a dual input. So it's got XLR and USB. So I'm currently recording via USB because I am not a kit monkey. So I can't be doing with having an interface in the middle and because I don't think it makes any fucking difference. Yeah, yeah. So this just goes <laughs> straight by USB. It makes a difference, but not in the grand scheme of this. Sure. It goes straight from USB into a Zoom yeah. call, into a podcast recording, into my camera. Yeah. All from the same place. So good. Yeah. I've had one guest on one of my other shows that had the same mic and I did ask him what he... Uh, thought about it from your perspective there just quickly just because i'm nerding out about it do you find it uh any better or, or pretty close to that sm7b uh i'm going to crush probably all of your dreams about that i've just spent the last 50 minute uh, hour building up whatever it is <laughs> uh i took it out of the box I put it on the stand. It's in auto. It's always been an auto. That's all I've ever done. I have no answer to any other questions. Um, no, right. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. Perfect. That's all good. Sorry about that. I, Sorry I know, about I'm, that. I'm just curious if it's worth the money going to the, the next I, I would say, of the gold okay, standard. that's being, being facetious. I would say we have a whole bunch of microphones. Like we've got some Yetis. We've got some Rodecasters. We've got the SM7Bs. We've got these MV7s. We've got some others we send them out to creators like to use yeah overall this gets us it's expensive though right it's yeah, what yeah. 400 aussie dollars i suppose yeah four to five it's a lot of money think, yeah it is like yeah it's got good at this end of the market it does what i would expect but like i you told me about your microphone beforehand it's great yeah but if i was uh if i didn't do this job and i didn't understand kit and i didn't have audio engineers i could talk about every day and i was worried uh, my iPhone would be my go-to microphone. Nice. Perfect. Well, James, thank you so much for being on Brand My Podcast. It's been a pleasure. You've dropped, uh, I'm going to say way too much. You over-delivered. So thank you very much. <laughs> and I hope this was a good enough experience. Even though I didn't contribute a whole lot, you outschooled me, which I'm glad that you did. I always like having guests that can outschool me. I learn just as much as those who are listening, I hope. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for coming on here, my man. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so that was uh, that was the end of my chat with with James from One Fine Play. It was a two-parter. We had a long conversation, so I split it into two parts here for you. And it's safe to say that uh, James in this conversation over these last two episodes and the content that I've seen of his on LinkedIn and Instagram has, one, absolutely schooled the shit out of me. I I've got to be honest there. Two, given me a hell of a lot to think about for my own shows. But also three, it's given me just as much to think about of how I can potentially help you and others in the podcasting space in the future. And I, I hope it's done the same for you because, my God, the, the amount of gems that James dropped in this episode and the previous episode in episode 15, ah. Oh, so I'm grateful to have been able to share this two-parter with James and chat a bit about One Fine Play along the way, which, by the way, um, I'm going to have to get him on uh, back on again 
um, just to talk about this product that he sprinkled out throughout the uh, the episodes and uh, he, he's really close to actually dropping this so I'm really looking forward to what it is and uh, the success that he um, I, I 100% know he's going to have for it because he's, his approach is, is undeniably unique which is the title of these uh, episodes um, now once again to find James on the internet places uh, onefineplay.com you can also find him on LinkedIn at uh, if you just type in James Bishop. Uh, but I'd probably say One Fine Play is the best place to go because it has all the links where you can find him on there. For you though, if you need help starting your podcast and getting to your launch day, you can find more information about this podcast and about that service working with me at brandmypodcast.com. It's the same name as this show. And if look, you're the type of person that likes to help others. I say this now at the end of the, every episode. Make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcast if you're listening on there so that more people can find the show. And if you subscribe, you'll not miss an episode. So with that, I will see you in episode 17. Until then, bye for now. <laughs>